0: it is all day the talk my credo podcast turn this up.
1: What is up, everybody? We are back in this thing. Welcome to another episode of the Talk My Credo Podcast. This is episode 129. 129. We're moving on up. Honestly, this is what I want to do. I want to get to 150 by the end of the year. And you know, just like that in the span of 20 seconds and stuff. It's like, okay, I I I want to get to 150. You get to 150. And then we're gonna take a step back, look at some things, tweak some things, and do all that good stuff. But for the time being, this is uh again episode 129. I'm your boy Dante here with my fam in the building. Peace y'all was here. you what's going on, man?
2: What's the business, what baby? It is what it is. <laughs> of course, you know, you know, your niece had a birthday, so you know, I got a 14-year-old, y'all. I got a 14-year-old. Yes. No, don't yes me. Come help. Man, come help! <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen.
1: I need help with my eight-year-old. She she turns Ooh. eight this weekend. This week, I need help with my seven, eight-year-old. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so, it's it's great. I can't even imagine. That's why I'm like, woo. Yeah, I'm, I'm struggling with a seven-year-old. She's, she, I can't imagine. Just oh my god.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm about to go to jail right now. What, what are you <laughs> I'm doing about it? to? It,
2: uh, and it's crazy because they tell me about these situations that happened at school. Like, true story, this happened today. A little boy in school, mm-hmm. he throwing pencils. So I know when her mama called me first, then it's the situation. So the dude throwing pencils in the classroom, uh-huh. he got a a history of disturbing the classroom, doing stuff like that. So he throwing pencils Yeah, the person. He threw it to, they ducked. It hit your niece in the throat. <laughs> hit in the throat. But the pencil end, the sharp end hit in the throat. <laughs> Uh, you know I guess she did what she did she complained to the teacher or whatever and said something to him then she went to the bathroom said she went to the bathroom I guess like being chopped in the throat and made her throw up so she threw up so when they telling me about all this I'm like okay so you know you know what did mommy do when she went to the school like what did y'all do when I went to the school so you know our daughter technically didn't say everything at the school she waited till she got in the car to tell me everything that happened I said ain't no way I said because my thing is this like when you tell daddy, like tell him anybody, you know, it's a call for somebody to move but when you telling daddy, that means it's a cause for action. So when you telling me this mm-hmm. stuff, it's time for action. Ironically, it's time you for know, action. Yep. Big bro, you know, we talking about we talking about 66280. He was beside me while they were telling me, when when they were telling me all this, Well, he more like almost 300 some over over 300 now. Mm-hmm. But he was like, "Yo, Shout do out I need to, to drive up?" There? He was like, "Do I need to drive up?" There? He I was like, Nah, let me get more of the story. So, you know, it's just crazy how, you know, stuff like that. When I remember my mama used to run up in the school and fuss at these teachers about how they mistreating everybody. They ain't care. It may not just be me, but if she hear about it, it was mm-hmm. Raffy, Monte, Craig, Eric, you know what I'm saying? If she hear about it, it was any of y'all, she get on to the teacher. Period. So we was laughing yep. about that. But um, yeah, these these folk got me messed up because I would pull up at the school on these What's his name? His name is Jalil. Uh, what's the teacher's name? Her name is Rouch. Oh, no, these people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was like, yeah, um, I need to talk to his daddy because if he's been a bully like that in school, then that's something going on at home. And that's just how I exactly. feel. Exactly. So, yeah, you know, I, told I, it all, I feel I t- the same tell the way. Teacher, tell the teacher first. If the teacher don't do what they're supposed to do, then you do what you got to do. So a lot of times she'll, pray, she'll fight a boy before she fight a girl. But I'm like, no, nah, mm-hmm. I don't mind if you hit him in the mouth or hit him in the throat. He hit you in the throat, yep. whether it was accident or not. He does that stuff at school, so since he do that often, yep. somebody need to check that little boy.
1: Exactly, and that's what we've gotten away from—like all this new age, modern, gentle parenting, all that. Nope, I right. don't subscribe to that at all. My um had a similar situation with with your nephew, where he's telling me some boy has taken, um, has he's gotten the attention of this boy where he feels like he can he can
0: pick on him. He said, oh, he, he kicks me he's like he kicks me. He hits me Uh, last week. He, you know, makes,
1: you know, that little arts and craft thing. He makes his pictures and all that good stuff. And then the boy takes his picture and rips it in half. And mm. right then and there in that classroom with that teacher watching, I said, the next time he's mean to you. Hunch him in the nose as hard as you can. Teacher right. sitting there watching. Like I don't, Nas. Like we 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 don't tolerate bullies for whatever reason. He think he can bully you, and it's right. a, he's a bigger kid. He's a bigger kid than than Jaden. He's older than him. I'm like, no. I'm like, if he's mean to you, that you told the teacher. The teacher's standing right there. He's like, yes. I'm like, and it continues. He continues to be mean to you. Yes. I said the next time he's mean to you, punch him in his face. If you get in trouble, it'll be okay. I'll I, come yeah. and I'll handle it. So it's like you, I'll right. handle it, or but I'm like better that than I come up here because I fight kids. I don't care. I'll fight a kid. <laughs> I'll fight yeah, a kid. Yeah, yeah. I will undertake a big boot em right in the face. I'm don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. So it's like no. Nah, I don't. I I didn't like bullies when I was growing up. I don't like them yeah. now, it, yeah. especially with my kids. So. Nah, I don't. I don't play that at all. Now, same thing. This this boy wants to chase uh Micah at the at the bus stop. Mm, it, it better be just all jokes. But the moment this thing turn left, I'm gonna be That's at that it. bus stop.
0: Mm, mm, mm. I'm
1: gonna be at that bus stop. Like, nah, I you, don't. I don't play. I don't. You ain't thought about
2: putting no, in martial arts like you used to do when you were younger? Well,
1: and that's crazy that that you asked that because a couple of days ago she did ask me. She said she wanted to take karate, and I said I will absolutely put you in a class. And
2: right. you, you showed know, none of your trophies.
1: I'm, I'm not trying to. I, I don't have any in the house. That they're they're all in Shelby
0: mm. at
1: at at the parents' house. But yeah. I was like, I would. That's like, but I'll I'll get you in something like Krav Maga. That's that's that. That by any means necessary fighting
2: yeah, yeah, eye
1: gouging yeah. groin kicking whatever it takes
2: knowledge. to get them up off you whatever it takes I
1: was like no, I'm gonna teach you that because you're a girl and I know honestly you have the there are dangerous boys slash men that you will potentially encounter in the world but as of now your biggest threat will be other girls especially growing nice. up just. You know those mean spirited mean girls, ghetto girls, ratchet girl, all of them, all up and down the spectrum, and it's like so, you're gonna need to learn what to do when when they try to yank you by your hair when they get to scratch it and and right. trying to go wild. Like, I'm gonna need you to learn how to do that. It's like absolutely, yeah, I, I ain't gonna teach you. See, I, I I was Taekwondo, so it was a discipline to it. Yeah. All right, punch this way, this type of moving. Now nah, I ain't, I ain't got time for showing my opponent any respect. <laughs> like I'm, I'm trying to take you down and take you out by any means necessary. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to do anything. That's what I'm going to teach my daughter. So yeah, she came yeah. to me and she asked, and I said, absolutely. I was so happy. Yeah. <laughs> I was so happy. <laughs> I was so happy. Yeah, I was so happy, man. But, man, I, I know there's a bunch of stuff happening going on in the world, but honestly, I just kind of... I, I kind of turned the phone off, to be honest. I, okay. I did, and and it felt pretty good, to be honest. I, I, you know, of course, you know, every now and then you'll hop on some things, and, and, but it, it feels good to kind of unplug from the world. And honestly, that's what I've been doing. That's where I've been. Um, right. I pick up my phone, I turn my phone on again, and I see um, – the video with Jonathan Majors, not not where he's breaking up the fight, but that look, that looked staged. I ain't even gonna lie, that that looked a little staged. Yes. Uh, he was looking right at that camera when he was breaking up that fight. But like, the other it, oh. one, yeah, he. Was, I was thinking <laughs> that this was some sort of educational video, like, "Hey, fighting is wrong, kids. You should talk it out." I was thinking, you know, cue the sappy music and all that type of stuff. But nah, it was the video of. You know him walking away from the ex girlfriend, and and you know he kind of like flinching to get away from her, and yeah. and then one of the guys that was with the ex girlfriend thought he was going to go after Jonathan Major. What no, did you think was. you were going to do?
2: Yeah, yeah. His what did you think him. you was going to home do? Homegirl saved, her. Yeah. Her home saved no, no, no.
1: Like, bro, your yeah, she saved you. Like, like what? What did you think was going to do? But all that to be said, you know, I it it just seems as time goes on. He looks more and more and more innocent. And she looks like she lied. She lied and she lied. But um, personally, I'm not surprised because I didn't believe that she was the victim at all, but yeah. it's just the society part of it where the man is always the, the instigator, the perpetrator, the aggressor, the criminal,
0: And the woman is always the victim and it is honestly unfair when things turn out not true to where there's no accountability
1: for someone who brings up false accusations against them, as far as a woman bringing false accusations up against a man. I do think that's wrong. And I think there should be some sort of legislative action to where False accuse, uh, false accusations of, you know, assault, rape, um, you know, all these other very serious things. Because just the accusation alone can destroy a man. Come on, can now. destroy a man. Just the accusation alone can destroy a man. And I feel like there should be some accountability, legislative that that will, you know, something. Jail time. Yeah. I, I, I was jail time. Like,
2: yeah. If you falsely I mean, accuse and, and you, someone, you know, I know that. You know, I know that. I think we talked about this in another podcast. I know that all too yep. well. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things to where, like, you know, in his situation, it's sad that he don't really. Well, I don't know if she got money or nothing like that. You know what I mean? Like I said, I right. I, I did about like you. I'm not on social media or anything like that. So it's one of those things where it just pop across the screen. I'm like, oh snap! Oh, ain't no way she lied like that. But yep, all the endorsements. All the money that he's lost, we're talking about millions and millions of dollars that he lost Mm -hmm. on an accusation. So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, that reputation, that name, um, it's hard, you know, Um, you know, thankfully, you know, being in situations, knowing how good God is, knowing that, you know, he gives the the toughest battles to his strongest soldiers and um, knowing I'm one of those people, you know, I'm one of those who've been in situations. False accusations and stuff like that, and I told myself, you know, never again. If I can help, will allow somebody to lie on me. You better lie on me, and I don't find out about it. But I'd rather you lie uh-huh. on me than lie on me because when you lie on me, that involves everybody else. You know, I'm. I got yeah. I gotta get that on the shirt. You know what I'm saying? Because uh-huh. I, I, I'm a firm believer that you know a lot of people think because you go through something, you you go through it, or you was accused of it. That mean that you are it, and that's actually the complete opposite. Just yep. because I went through something, just because um, something was po- a finger was pointed at me, doesn't mean that's who I am. And even if you was, go- even if you did go through that storm and you got wet a little bit, y'all act like people don't have sunny days. Yeah, like they yep. can't, they can't. Y'all act like it's not harvest season now. Now we are stepping into the fall and winter, but y'all act like during the harvest season you don't go through those shower moments where you're getting wet, where you're walking in the mud. But at the same time, something beautiful grows up out of it. That means you grew out, you grew away, you grew further along in your life and better than you was yesterday. So when people always want to point their finger, always want to hold you back to the person that you was from 2009, um, 1999, you know what I mean? Like, ain't no way, you know? Yep. So, you know, I'm a firm believer that you have to watch out for those people who want to keep you in that area, who want to identify you by something that you've been through, identify you right. by something that they heard of, identify you by what the world may say you are versus the person that you are purposed to be right now today. And um, even my today ain't better than my tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Even my today mm-hmm. is not better than my tomorrow. So, you know, I, you know don't don't talk about my past because I don't live there no more. You know what I'm saying? So this situation, like, I agree with you. I feel like some type of narrative need to be done about these women and here, anybody who's making any type of false accusations, yeah, like, right. you know, I feel like they need to investigate a lot of things first before they even start doing this, because you got the world looking at him in a different light to the point where he's losing so much. But, you know, um, I believe if he's as strong of a person mentally that I feel like he is or he could be, then um, he should have that circle of friends that he handpicked to uplift him during these moments to say, yo, you know, we got you. Even if you done wrong. I got you because I knew who you were. I grew up with you. And one mistake should not identify or kill off our friendship. Yes. We, we talked about this before. One mistake yep. or one issue that you might have. I might have one issue with with, with Dante. One issue. Something mm-hmm. that you did in middle school. You know what I'm saying? But that shouldn't ruin 30 years. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly. one thing. One, because it didn't involve me. <laughs> I didn't have nothing to do with it. It was just something I heard. So... You know, as a friend, Proverbs seventeen seventeen, a a, a brother loves at all times. A friend, a friend loves at all times. A brother's born for adversity. You gotta have that circle of friends that's really gonna be able to uplift you going forward.
1: Because I see it like this. I want. uh, I just read this um, the other day, where it's like a friend will stab you in the chest. That means they'll hold you accountable. They'll, they'll, whatever issue they have, they'll come to you. They'll confront you. They'll hold you accountable. Nah. Right you know, they'll, they'll do that. They'll stab you in the chest. They'll never stab you in the back. Right. right. You know, and and I see it like, yeah, I understand. And, and of course it's on a spectrum, you know, as far as, you know, if someone does something, this is my friend. We've been friends for such a long time. And, you know, depending on how serious it is, if it's something just crazy, it's like, yo, you, you, my brother, I love you, but I'm gonna have to take a few steps back and you got to be held accountable for what you've done. I'll support you if in you taking accountability, but at the same time, it is going to have to affect some things, but that that's only on the the serious extreme side of the spectrum. But for the most part, most of us that go through life, yeah, we may have a friend or two that may have made a stupid mistake or two. And yeah, you, you may have a strong opinion or something. It may make you feel some type of way. It may have caused some hurt or some Mm -hmm. damage to other people. But at the same time, again, if it's my problem or or a problem that I have with you when it comes to what you did, why you did it, this, that, and the third, I'm going to come to you. <laughs> and whatever the consequences yeah. come from that, it will come from that, but it will never be from behind your back. It'll never be because you heard it from somewhere Look, else. It's going to be directly from me because yeah, there's yeah. going to be, okay, you got to go fix this. You got to clean this up. And however you need to go clean this up, whether it's legally, whether it's you yeah. know whatever the case may be, spiritually, whatever the case yeah. may be, you got to do what you got to do to make this right. Now it's all good, it's all love, but this part of the journey, I may have to step a few steps back a little bit. But right. no, this is where we stand.
2: And come on, now you know you did that, right? Yeah, you know you- <laughs> I know I did. Look, 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 I, know look I did. Look, look, look. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> I don't even know because even me and Craig, we was together and we all was like, man, what is going on? And then so mm-hmm. we all looking for Mickey, and we trying to find her. That's that's, that's my ex-wife for everybody who's listening. That's my uh-huh. ex-wife. So we all looking for her. Then all of a sudden when we find her, Raffi say, come on, bro.
0: <laughs> come yeah. on, ain't the way you
2: did that. Like, you going to do her <laughs> like that? I say, look, I don't know what she told you, but that's a lie. So you mean to tell me that you went up there trying to talk to Rosa, trying to, I said, no. And I said, man, ask Craig. Craig was right there. Craig said, right.
0: uh
2: huh. I was like, you said. Let's go talk about it. Let's go
1: talk about <laughs> it. Right, I done heard something. <laughs> this is what I've heard. Yeah, this yeah, is what I'm seeing. Yeah. You know, I have seen
2: the Okay. Like, I'm okay. He like, all right, let, let, but, but the thing let's is, go talk the first it. thing you said was, you know, you shouldn't be disrespectful. You know, make sure you mm-hmm. should be loving her. You know, that is your wife. You know what I'm saying? And I, Right. I didn't take no offense to it. I was just telling you, nah, that's wrong. You know what I mean? I didn't negate yeah. anything that you were saying because you heard it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But guess what you did? You told me to my face. I like, yep. look, you know, I ain't even like, you know, I ain't gonna be doing all that talking about stuff that's wrong. So, you know, mm-hmm. but then when we got it right, Craig was like, look, Rosa came to us, said, can she dance with her? You know what I mean? And I was like, right. I mean, if you, I said, if you want to, but not one time did I have a side conversation with a former crush but not not mm-hmm. one time did i have a conversation one-on-one but i always had a witness and even at the time my wife was a witness to the conversation when she said your wife is bad how did you pull her so she complimenting my wife at the time and then even even when they talked me was like no i was like what is wrong with you you know i mean i guess looking at that that competition i'm like i ain't seen this girl in 10 years which
1: yeah, which is cool, but at, at the same time when it comes to the other one, yeah, she she was on some, some messy stuff
0: too. I, yeah, yeah, I can Quit see it she, 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 she was on some messy stuff. She was on some messy
2: stuff. I think she said it to Craig and I heard it. She was like, um, I talk to girls too. You know, she even said that out of much like, I talk to girls too. So I'm guessing she was trying because to get be Because at the
1: time she was but going no. to the school I was going to, she was going to NC State. Right, right. There. And it was only a couple. Of, we, I was, we would see each other, but you know, it was just like, "Hey, what's up?" Because I'm like, you know, out outside of how I know you, like we don't have much of a, a much of anything. So I'm not going to try to create much of anything yeah. outside of and that. It, so it's it, just and like,
2: and <laughs> it. yeah, you're right. I mean, but it wasn't nothing mm-hmm. even outside of that because even before that day, it wasn't no trying to contact you. It wasn't no I'm looking for you type stuff. It was just, it just was what it was. And I, I think lately, I think she about to get married and have a baby. So, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm glad to the same Look guy. The that brother, she, said she really yeah. didn't like like that. The same guy she brought to the wedding. So, you know, I, that you know, dude, yeah. Yeah. yeah the light skin guy. So, you know, things, things get put into perspective the way they need to be, because if somebody is willing to put it with your mess and sit around <laughs> there that long, at the end of the day, you'll figure out like Craig, always say, you don't marry people for love. This is a business. So <laughs> Isn't a decision. Craig no. has
1: some very, very, and shout out to Craig Mack. He's, he was around for like the first 15, 20 episodes and then he disappeared. But shout yeah. out to Craig Mac. Um, I'll just say, you know, just as the saying goes, just, uh, be mindful of what you tolerate. You're, you're teaching people how to treat you. So it's right. just, you know, if I, 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 I'll just always feel like if, We've invested, if I call you a friend, then there's a measure of accountability that we have. Uh, there's a bond that we have to where, you know, I think people feel like friendship and the concept of friendship means sunny sunny skies and, and birch singing and just fun times and laughter and cheer and just, you know, everything positive. And the moment things take a... Uh, a lack of a better term, a dark turn, then things crumble, things fall. But it's like, no, if you're my friend, we're going to get through this regardless of, you know, how we need to go through this valley to get there. And I need to be self-aware enough to know that if I am in the wrong, that I can be aware enough to say, yo, bro, I was wrong. I'm sorry. Give me and da-da-da-da-da. But Know it. It just it just seems like you don't see that much these days from from people. It's just it's it's almost like social media. It's almost like you do something I don't like, unfollow, and it's like you. That's not how yeah. it works in real life. Like it doesn't yeah, work yeah, like yeah. that in real life. Just yeah. oh, you said something I don't like. Oh, I heard this about you. I didn't like. Unfollow, mm-hmm. like you, you, you can't unfollow people in real life. Not yeah. if, not if that's your friend. You know, if yeah, that's yeah. your friend, it, it, it transcends comfortability. You know, like right. it's not a comfortable thing. We, we literally grow together. So, mm-hmm. You know, it's just. And sidebar, another thing. Speaking of growth, um, Drake came out with his new album over yeah, the it. weekend or so. Right. Um and he isn't getting the response that he expected to receive. Mm-hmm. And Drake is feeling spicy. He's been feeling spicy. Now I've heard I didn't hear the whole thing. I've I've heard maybe about four, about four or five tracks. Now it's twenty three tracks on it. Uh but honestly when I was looking at the track list, um it didn't interest me to be like oh let me listen to this thing because you know i'm just wondering what in the world does drake and sexy red have in common to where they they do a song together you know and a lot of people kind of felt like okay we understand that drake is going to play the game where he's going to latch himself onto whatever's hot and you know it's kind of a win-win sort of thing i keep my name Uh, in these spaces while also giving these up and coming people a look. He's been doing it his entire career. Um, But at some point
0: people's like, all right, bro, we, we get it. Okay. Now, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. I went to the J Cole feature with Drake and Jermaine Cole. And, What happened was what I was hoping did not happen.
1: What I mean by that is um, J. Cole, it is widely known that J. Cole is, is, is him. He's him, right? And he's been absolutely destroying things, destroying things, these verses. He just put out a verse with Yachty, with Lil Yachty, on Yachty's song, and people's like, yo, this has to be like verse of the year, like he, and he's been on this run for a couple years now, where he'll mm-hmm. hop on a verse, he'll hop on a track, and deliver it,
0: like a fire verse, and jumped on this track with Drake, and uh the verse he put out, it was it makes
1: me proud because you know me, I'm, I'm, you know, the wordsmith, lyrical, you know, one bar has three different meanings, that type of thing, rhyme schemes, cadences, different wow. pockets, you know, th- th- that's, mm-hmm. that's my bag. And, you know, J. Cole been, been in that bag for a couple of years now, and it just outshines the other rappers so much that it's basically J. Cole taking over their song. And he Ooh. did this with
0: drake song and i knew that it was over because j cole went first in this you know drake
1: spits you know some introductory bars it was maybe about 4 to 6 bars and and he did that and
0: um j cole spit his verse and the moment i knew it was over was when the beat changed uh
1: Drake is is known for changing beats and stuff which is fine but it, the beats and the way he approaches the beats that he picks is very just just basic you know uh Drake is is more like a materialistic you know the quintessential materialistic rapper right? I'm famous I'm handsome I get money I have eyes be at these expensive places I wear these expensive things. I deal with this model, that model, you know, that, that type of thing, you know, the, the, he's the epitome of that braggadocious rap. Uh, but the problem is that braggadocious rap doesn't hold a candle to the substance and the actual skill when you stand up against a J Cole. So I see that. I was like, is Drake going to actually rap rap? Because this is the context that he was giving with this uh new album for all you know for all the dogs right he his last couple of albums people really weren't feeling that much because you know he tried to go um world music he tried to appeal to a mass audience so it wasn't a hip-hop album it was more like a dance house type music and people really weren't feeling it especially stateside and so he was like, all right, if y'all not feeling that, okay, all the dogs is coming and I'm about to, I'm about to do my thing and I'm about to rap rap and I'm about to remind y'all who I am, that type of thing. That, that was the, the energy around the anticipation for this release. And so then now we get the release and people just aren't feeling it like that. People was like, okay, it's cool. It's a cool Drake album, but I mean, this ain't that, you know? And so now people have spoken their piece about it, and now Drake is—he got his Twitter fingers going, and he is going after everybody who gives him some sort of criticism about this Abbey. He went after Charlemagne, he went after somebody else, and he's recently going after Joe Button, which I find particularly funny. Uh, they've had this passive-aggressive beef for a few years uh, because. Joe button criticized another previous, I think it was views from the six.
0: He criticized that, but it wasn't even a, a malicious critique. You know, it just gives me as far as the energy is that Drake really isn't
1: good at taking criticism. Uh, I think he has a lot of yes men around him because what Joe button said is exactly what I just said. It's just, it's like, yo, you are one of him. You want you are one album away from surpassing Michael Jackson's uh record of number one albums in history. Now, while that's really good, I'm still gonna put an asterisk beside it because the times are different.
0: Right.
1: Michael Jackson, you had to sell physical records. And he hit those numbers that no one up until now has approached. But now instead of selling physical property and physical product is now to a stream right you know so i i feel like now while this is an amazing mm-hmm. accomplishment and take nothing away from drake i still don't feel like he quote unquote surpassed michael jackson
0: because okay.
1: you know michael you you if you wanted the michael
2: jackson you had to buy that vinyl you had to get up, you to get up off your couch
1: you had to get up off your couch and go get go it. to yeah. a store and go get it and he sold that amount of physical product. And that's not even, just imagine the stream. If you converted people that was playing those Michael Jackson records over and over and over and over and over and and then they messed around and managed to put it on an 8-track and a cassette and all these other physical products and like if you counted the plays and spins, the way they count plays and spins now, then I think it would double, triple the numbers that Michael Jackson has today. But you know, I, I just, all that to be said is just, you know, I've hopped on social media, like I said today, finally picked up my phone, and and people are, of course, divided uh, because Drake went in on Joe Budden saying, oh, Joe Budden's a failed rapper, and, and you're a quitter, and, you know, you don't, basically, you don't have as much money as me. You're not as successful as me, and blah, 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 blah. And I'm sitting here like, but wait a minute, but I remember about 20 years ago. Yes, I'm that old. I remember about 20 years ago when you were, when Joe button was literally like doing this YouTube stuff before it even popped off like this, right? You went on his show and was like giving him math. out like, yo, I listened to your projects. You inspired me. You influenced me. I, I, I wanted to rap just like you. And it's like, but now he's a failed rapper. Like people, especially the general consensus as far as the, the general population, of course, they only know Joe Button from Pump It Up. Just that one song, you know, that's the only song they know. And so they're like, oh, he's a one hit wonder. But for those that's in hip hop, like real hip hop, it's like, no, Joe Button was one of them. Joe Button could rap his tail off. Like Joe Button is a rapper's rapper. And, you know, those. Those people try to conflate commercial success with talent and skill, which Drake is the epitome of ta- of commercial success. Joe Budden is the epitome of talent and skill, and mm. we all know talent and skill isn't always going to get you commercial success. And commercial success doesn't act doesn't necessarily require talent and skill. You know, we right. just look at the crop of rappers that we see today. Like there is not one speck of talent in those rappers with their messaging. It's just who can provide the most shock value, you know? Mm -hmm. Not so much of who can provide the most substance talent skill in the manipulation of
0: words. So, you know, honestly, I'll put this out, but I am looking forward to Joe
1: button's podcast. See if there's going to be a response to Drake. Cause y- y'all just go to Instagram. If y'all interested in that type of drama, but that's, that's all. That's all speaking <laughs> of growing up. But I, I, I think that the critique that people have of Drake's album is, is warranted, honestly, because it's like, all right, it's cool. But there's a difference between the progression of J Cole. And right. I'll go back to J Cole because of course we know j cole when he came in young man and he was rapping about young man things you know i my money my 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 cars my jewelry my girls and i'm the man you know
0: but how j cole made his music from the beginning to how he's making his music now
1: it's night and day you see you literally can see and hear the growth yeah. In right. J. Cole, cause he's the grown, maturity. grown now. Yeah. yeah, you can see the maturity, and his messaging has changed, and that hasn't that hasn't stopped the respect he's he's gotten. It doesn't stop the momentum, and literally everyone's calling him up for a feature because they know if I call J. Cole, I know it's going up. Um, and so it was like, well, why don't we see that with Drake? Why does Drake continue to have this young man and make this young man? Clout Chasey, follow the trend, follow the wave, type music. But, you know, and then you get offended by that. But that's what you're doing, bro.
2: I mean, but look at what he said though. Like, even in that rhyme, he said, you know, um, we see like the big three. He said we we started the league, K dot, mm-hmm. Aubrey, and me. He said, yep. But right now I feel like I'm a humble ali You know? Yep. You know, so he, you know, and that's you know, because he always give how much back to his city, so that's why I always be like, you know, shouts to J Cole. I remember seeing him live about three or four times, but he always make sure, you know, the Carolinas, you know, gonna get that love. You know, he always make sure that. But you know, I appreciate that stuff. But that's why I said a long time ago. And shout out to my grandfather. You know, he passed away, um, this month, eight years ago. So, um, so you know, they had a memorial for him yesterday, but he. Even like he was like he's like that's my nephew right now. I said like, yeah, that's Rafi right now. Hey, he he need to put this on the radio. You know what I mean? So so even when 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 a great pastor, Doctor Reverend Young, Bishop status, can say, you know, he liked you know he enjoyed and liked your rapping because you know he heard you live a few times too. Um, you know when you came to the church down here to to do a solid for me when my ministry first started. You know, you know, so I feel like, you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of it's a lot of animals. It's a lot of beasts that some people may never really get to hear in the totality of what they do. And, you know, I know we on a podcast now, but it's a lot of people who won't get to see you do what you do. And it's a lot of people from our city who won't go see him do what he do. Yeah, and it's just like, come on. Huh? I mean, either e- either you with it or you in I'm the I'm about way.
1: to take it over. They, they've been playing with my name for, for quite a bit now, and I haven't said yeah. anything, but I'm about to go yeah. take it over because they start to yeah, piss yeah. me off. <laughs> 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 they start to piss me off, so I'm about to go see, take see, it see, over. because
2: they not cause... paying attention to your growth. <laughs> They're not paying attention to your growth. because, I mean, I'm talking about... I mean, um, I told moms about the story. And this is a true story. So, like, even when we went down to Jacksonville, even when you was down there and you was doing your thing, you was still telling those oh, yeah. rappers, those ministers, those gospel hip-hop artists that y'all trash, y'all don't have substance. <laughs> you You rapping without cussing, and every now and then you saying Jesus, but where's the scripture? And you was battling rapping them while still giving scripture and giving the word of God, I'm saying, like, he that's he probably saying,
1: why they win anything. That's probably why they. <laughs> that's
2: probably why they win trash. anything. <laughs> he, 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 because a lot of them were, they were just rapping. They hoo the the Jesus, but the but the but, 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 but the Lord. I said, what? I'm
1: like, what, I'm like, what are you saying? What are you saying? I was yeah. like, there's, there is, I don't know. Uh, there's just a standard that you want to hold that you got to hold yourself to, especially right. if you're getting into this realm and you're trying to talk about. The things of god it was like there's there's a standard and it's yeah. not so much of i'm doing this just because i couldn't make it in another realm in another space so i'm just going to switch over here and it's going to be easy now nah. no no ah and I, I know i made a lot of people mad i'm like wait who is this dude and who does he think he is i'm him that's who i am yeah it's
0: yes.
1: <laughs> like i'm, I'm him but, you know, yeah. I, I, I never even carried myself like that. It was always, you know, I'm chill, I'm humble. But mm-hmm. the the moment you put a microphone in my hand, the, the moment it's time to do what I do, then, okay, here comes the show. And if I, I always look at it like this, because this is how we grew up. We grew up like, take our favorite song, write down the lyrics. You right. know, like see what is being said, and right. then you see what's being said, and be like, okay, no, this is what's being said. So I've I've always taken that, like, if someone take my lyrics, and they write them down, then you will see, you know, exactly what the message is. And I liken that, honestly, shout out to Tech Nine because I learned that from Tech Nine, where it wasn't just so much of one line and a line that rhymes another line, then another rhyme that line that rhymes. And just, it wasn't so much of putting rhyming lines together, but actually expressing a thought and completing that thought to where, again, if you write it down, it's almost as if I'm writing, you know, a dissertation, I'm writing an essay to you to where bars one through 12 is going to be a a complete thought about something that I want to address. Yes. It's going to be presented in a witty way, but if you write it down and just read it, like you're reading a book, you're going to get and receive a message from. it. Um, and I know that's long been lost, uh, the, in these days, because again, I go back and I looked at that track list. I'm like, why is there a track with Drake and sexy red? This screams, Clout chasing to me, and I just knew I haven't listened to it yet, maybe this is my rappity rap bias, and clearly you know if I would have picked
0: size i'm I'm picking Joe, but you know it it matters like it matters right. um and i just
1: I just feel like we are being exploited, especially with hip hop, but I can't even be too mad because we as far as you know the community the black community we don't even own hip hop hip hop's not even ours so it was like we we ride in the vehicle but it's not our vehicle anymore we we have long given up that vehicle uh because unfortunately we were just in such a poor state they said look if if you won't take this deal to make this self destructive damaging trash music we're just going to pay the next broke black
0: person in the hood to make said self you know, destroying self-depreciative music that we want to push a message out there. Right. But that's, that's just that man. That's just that. Um, Trump is still, uh,
1: going through the rig. I think they started the trials and stuff now and people are, are, are having their jokes and, and, and stuff like that I haven't looked at it because like I know it's going to be a circus so I'm I'm just waiting to see what the grand finale is All right? and to see how that turns out but people have been removed as far as this is my, my only political take I'm going to say and then that's just it because I, I just I don't have the energy to deal with people like that anymore honestly because it's just I feel like you're just as deceived if your livelihood is based on what political affiliation you have. I, I find it absolutely, especially, especially as a black person in this country.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. But,
1: you know, I, I just, I watch it. I see it. I see a headline. I may read a, you know, a paragraph or two in the article. and I just keep it pushing I'm like, all right, well, just wake me up when it's over and then we'll see uh what the outcome is. But I, I just, I see things, I think the Speaker of the House resigned or something, and now they're like, well, well, Trump should do that. So imagine Donald Trump being the Speaker of the White House. Not the President, but the Speaker of the White House. Like Whenever there's something going on and there needs to be a press conference or an official word from the White House and the staff, you see Donald Trump.
2: It's it's a witch hunt. It's a witch hunt. Wait a minute. It's my turn
0: to speak. Order, order.
1: But I saw that I was like, that's that will never happen because one Donald Trump has too big of an ego to, right. to be the speaker of the house. No, I was the president. I will be the president or nothing at all. And <laughs> so, but that's just how silly people are in, in their devotion to Trump. I don't care. I don't have a horse in the race, but it's, it's just, it's just funny to me. It's just funny to me. um, do you know what happened to Universal Soul Circus? Is Universe Soul Circus still a thing? No. That's,
2: I, I think they stopped about in 2015. I think they stopped in 2015. Because oh, we used to go every year. God. You know what I mean? We used yeah. to actually go to Charlotte and make it do what it do. Wherever it was at, we was going every year. So my mom's made sure that we got to have that experience. Because I look at, actually, after that, I didn't want to go to any other circus. Because I look at it like, like yes. Universal Soul Circus made me not want to go to the zoo. Because I look at it like, no, I've seen monkeys cut back flips. I've seen elephants jump over a, 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 a volleyball, you know, anything. But they were doing something. I go to the zoo. They looking at me. I'm looking at them. I'm like, do something. So Universal Soul Circus has 100% made me not want to do anything else. Because I remember they used to pull the kids out. They used to let us go out there and touch the animals and ride on the elephant. I'm talking about literally take a picture with the elephant and get off of it. But. And that was anybody. Anybody wanted to do it. They was in the crowd, so they legitimately made it an experience that a child, because I, I haven't forgotten it, and um, I wish my kids had got to experience that. So if anybody out there is listening to this and y'all have something going on, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. I'll be trying to find out things to do for my kids. Let's go.
0: I, I ask because... Recently, we took our our children to to the circus. It was a Universal Circus. <clears throat> it was um, the Garden Bros. Circus, and it was trash. <laughs> it
2: was, it was. <laughs> but the, the it kids like it. my niece and nephew like it though. Uh,
1: they they were very indifferent. They were they didn't care. They were more interested in getting like the the toys. And cotton Candy. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's basically it. But, you know, even though I say it was trash, I I, I understand the situation now because um, PETA has basically destroyed the circus. I'll just say it that way. Uh, they've been going after these circus. Day. They're going after Universe Soul Circus. They're going after Garden Bros and all these other ones uh, for, you know, the mistreatment of animals, animals and this, that, and the third. And apparently, as I looked this up, uh, 2020, Peter went after universe
0: soul circus. It seems they, I don't know how, but they caught, uh, there, they alleged that
1: Universal soul circus and the handler, the entertainment company, they were under, They were hiring abusive animal handlers, and and they were caught transferring big cats around in a trailer teeming with maggots. So, like, unsafe-type situations and uh, so on and so forth. And basically, Universe Soul Circle was like, you know what? Cool. we, We will never have animals at our circuses again. So, and that was the case when we went to the Garden Bros. There was no animals there. It was just a dance routine here of a flippity flip act here, more bad dancing here. Uh, Oh, look, shot this person out of Canada. So after reading all this and doing this backstory, it's like, okay, I'll shoot them, shoot them some bail. They did the best with
0: what they could work with. And, you know, I just feel like one, I walked out to like, man, Last
1: time we went to the circus, it was it was Universal Soul Circus. Thankfully, it was before 2020, and it was amazing, you know, just with the animals, the elephants, the tigers, and they had everything, but it's like, dang, if y'all make one mistake, and you know PETA. PETA values animals more than humans, so
2: yeah.
1: uh, I'm not saying that uh, or trying to justify or defend the mistreatment of animals. I would imagine that there would have been uh, some wrongdoing and some people been ignorant and negligent and so on and so forth. But I also would imagine that there were a lot of instances where they were properly taken care of. But mm-hmm. I also know just how aggressive PETA is,
0: and you know, I I feel like they have a whole list of the the victories they claim.
1: You know they they've done advertisements with Chili from TLC. They've done other advertisements with other. Um, I see all these black people on here, which I didn't realize there was so many black people supporting Peter. I just, I don't, know, I don't know. I kind of feel some type of way as I look at this website and I see all these all these black celebrities. I just look, look, I just feel look, look, like right, any yo. any major movement they always lead it, and, and it's always led, so to speak, by blackface. I just, just every move. Yeah.
2: I'm sorry, go ahead. But, but, but you're 100% right, though, because that's why they stopped. Remember I said, I remember they stopped for a while? They stopped yep. because of Peter, but they back yep. now. So I'm guessing, but it, it kind of worked out in a way, because at the time that Peter was all up in everybody business, COVID hit. So, yep. now, now that everybody coming back in, around, because I'm looking, they got dates, so um. Yeah, me and my kids are gonna have to figure out what's going on with these things. Cause they in Atlanta, but um. But yeah, it says um, Peter was trying to get all all of them, especially Universal Soul Circus for you know misuse of um, conduct with animals. But y'all misuse people but in general. Things like this that, that, Dang.
1: It's things like this that makes me that that pisses me off because they they accused as I look a bit deeper in their campaign against like Universal Soul Circus. They say, oh, Universal Circus supported slavery. And that was one of their campaigns. Yeah. Yeah. Universal Circus
2: Come on, supported I to do slavery. They trip.
1: And they say because they quote-unquote held animals in captivity, they are supporting slavery. And, you know, for them to be a, a black company is hypocrite. Basically, it's hypocritical. You know, you're a black company who you know, came with the history that you have in America, but you hold these animals in captivity. And so you're hypocritically supporting slavery today. Uh, it's like, see,
0: <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Th- there's a, there's a video that Peter put up that says
1: universal circus support slavery.
0: <laughs> it's like, I right, Joe, Hi. Right. you know, is 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 almost as, I, you know, ideally,
1: it makes sense. Absolutely. You know, ethical treatment of animals. Absolutely. Absolutely. But like I said, they, they value, in my humble opinion, they value animals
2: way more than they value, <laughs> value yeah, humans. You're right. I was um, just telling my mom, I was like, you know, you can go you and- can go to jail for having an animal outside chained to a fence or a pole or a tree when it's hot outside. But y'all don't say nothing about when it's snowing outside that somebody got them out there in the cold. Because I don't care how much fur they got on there. Them things be shivering. They be cold now. For real. But it's, has it's, this,
1: yeah, it's this intellectual dishonesty. It's just that. So like, you, you're willing to use these underhanded tactics of trying to equate what you perceived as animal captivity right. to actual human chattel slavery of
0: black people. And that's the thing that makes me like. So like this is this is the caption of this
1: video. It says actor and author, Robbie, whoever your last name is. um, Draws parallels between universal circus and human slavery that are too hard to ignore. Uh, There is no parallel.
0: There is no parallel. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But yeah, you got to be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me, but all right, that's about it. But that's about it. That's all I got. (laughs) That's all I got.
2: That's Uh, all I got. Good, good convo. Good, good fellowship. You know what I'm saying? I feel like this is needed, man. Um, You know, regardless, you know, you got a lot of people out there in the world that don't even engage. So you know, isolation becomes the norm. Um, Being withdrawn from people becomes the norm. And then we have. You know, because I've had these moments when you then we have these moments where we saying I ain't got anybody to talk to. You no, know, you don't want to talk to nobody. So right. and, and there's and there's a big difference in that. So, you know, I appreciate you. And, uh, you know, I love you. You know, make sure make make sure you let my niece do whatever she want to do this weekend. You know what I'm talking about? It's her, oh, it's her abs- time. Absolutely. It's her time. It, it is. So whatever she yeah, wanna do, and- you, you should have a yes day. A yes day with my niece. Whatever she say, of course, it can't be outrageous, but I did it with my kids before. And it got to the point they argue about what they want to do for three hours. I was cracking up. Yeah. Everything I just to say, yes, we'll do that. Yes, we'll do that. Because they had to figure out what we was going to do first. For three hours, they couldn't do it. And I was like, well, I tried. I said, I tried.
1: Well, we've basically been on that tip for two weeks. So she's been counting down. Woo. You know, she, she knows the date and, and yeah, she's ready. She's, she's written letters. And everything, <laughs> she is she is ready, ready. Like she is ready. But hey, you know she she's she's a good kid. I love her so. Sure, why not? Why not? But de- definitely going to get her some Krav god classes because nah, I'm, I'm about mm-hmm. to. As as nice and kind hearted as you are. I'm going to I need to put that dog in you, too, at the same time. You know, put right, that right, dog right. in you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just, nah, you nice. and it, It's a rose. It's the rose. You Just amazing, beautiful, but you got thorns. And them thorns that will ball. mess you up if you if you play with it. Play with it.
2: Yeah. With don't, play it. With but, it, don't play with it. Don't play with
1: it. Don't play with <laughs> it. <laughs> but all right, man, y'all. We appreciate y'all checking us out again. This is episode 129 on the road to 150. 150. 150 will be the, the conclusion of season 2 so you know we're going to get to 150 and we're going to go out the way we know how the, the talk my credo way it's your boy Dante it's your boy P Shaw y'all be sure to like share, comment, subscribe, share this uh, podcast talk about it let us know what you think about it all that every, every piece of feedback is good feedback and you know me I'm going to respond to just about anything I see so you know that's just how we roll but It's Dante, it's your boy P Shaw Till next time, stay fly Stay blessed Peace out y'all
2: Peace For real talk And dope conversations Tap it To the Talk My Credo Podcast Find us on all streaming platforms Happening on social media And subscribe to us on YouTube At Talk My Credo